Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Phil and I hanging out this week and talking about can we retire at 55 that's the topic of conversation, Phil. I'm 51 this year, so I like this idea. I, I just turned 55, so I'm not retiring now. <laughs> okay. All right. But could we? Possible. Possible. There's, there's nothing that's not uh, you know impossible. So I, I would say, yeah, it, it's definitely possible if you planned right. Yeah. Yeah. We so, were talking about, you and I were talking about classic cars uh, a week or so ago, just kind of chit-chatting. And I was talking about my muscle car that I had picked up and yep. I was wanting to do some things to it. And I was talking with a, a builder, a guy who specializes in restoring this particular car. Okay. And I said, well, could we do this or that? And he, he goes, look, there's nothing you can't do. If it's you a blank slate. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Got the money. It, all, it all comes down to the money. And that would be retirement as well. So there's yeah, nothing absolutely. to say you can't retire early, mm -hmm. but do you have the money? So that's what we're going to talk about uh, this go around. We've got a, a you, uh, Yoohoo, Yahoo. There we go. There we go. Yoohoo's pretty good. A too. Yoohoo I finance. Like, I like Yoohoo's. <laughs> I like Yoohoo's. They're pretty good too. Uh, we're going to do a, uh, this Yahoo finance article. We're going to pull some information from there and talk about basically, can we retire at 55? Yep. Uh, is it feasible? We'll break down some of the issues facing folks uh, and what, you know, might be in the way if this is truly uh, on your mindset. And a lot of people that probably is Phil, because we're so frustrated with the world. We're so tired mm -hmm. of all the, the pandemic, this, that, and the other, and, and rules and things that has just been happening the last couple of years. Everybody is all over the place uh, with their feelings and their mindset. So it could be, it's on a lot of people's minds actually retiring early. So absolutely. There's a lot of people that did during the pandemic and yeah, that's true. You know, and they they kind of got a taste of, of working at home or, you know, not, not having that office yeah. environment and finally said, Hey, I, I kind of like this. I, I don't like know that this. I, yeah. I don't want to go back as they started opening yeah. offices up and, you know, yeah. bringing them back in. So, yeah. And we've absolutely. also got a couple of email questions. We're going to throw in this as well, Phil, from the peanut gallery. So we're going to dive the peanut right gallery. In. There we go. Yeah, actually. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. That's one of those old sayings that my dad used to say it all the time, but I yeah, decided okay. to look it up real fast and see. And so just in case you were wondering, the peanut gallery originated in the old vaudeville theaters back in the okay. 1900s and people would throw peanuts. Okay. Uh, that's how they would heckle. Not only would they heckle, but they would. But then also, they, it's dangerous. Yeah. But yeah, it's not dangerous. I mean, it's just yeah. a peanut, but still. Well, you think about more like depending on how far away they, they, they were. I mean, it could hurt. Yeah. Well, you think about like, uh, well, for folks who maybe need a reference, uh, the Blues Brothers, when they were playing uh, different okay. bars and they played an uh, old country western bar and they, got, and they were behind a chicken wire cage and yep. people were throwing beer, uh, the yeah. beer bottles. Same idea, right? So apparently throwing projectiles at, you know, performers is a longstanding history. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we got Nothing a couple new. of emails uh, as well, or some statements from some people that kind of relate to this 55 retiring early that we'll throw in there as well. Sure. So uh, first off, how many of your clients, Phil, how many people have you seen or that reach out to you to say, hey, I do want to retire, maybe not 55, but just early? Um, I mean, 55 is really early. I, I have several clients that would retire, you know, late 50s, early 60s for sure. Okay. You know, a lot of them, a lot of times clients, for whatever reason, have in their mindset, it's social security. Oh, I hit social security filing age 62. I can retire. Right. But I mean, they're two totally unrelated decisions, really. I mean, it's, or I shouldn't say unrelated, but separate decisions, put it that yeah. way. Well, you so, say 62, you say, well, I, that's still early. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely early, early then. Correct. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, yep. technically 62, but so 55 is definitely really early. Um, immediate challenges that hit you as, as a professional doing this for many years at 55? In, in today's environment, probably the biggest challenge, and even to the individual retiring at 62, is going to be health care. Um, you know, cause you're not eligible for Medicare to 65. There is no early, yeah, early on Medicare. So I mean, 10 years of paying your own medical, yeah. you know, and if you're coming, especially from a, a kind of a corporate environment where maybe you've had, um, corporate provided healthcare, yeah, you're contributing to it, but you've never really mm-hmm. experienced the true cost of healthcare, so to speak out of your own pocket. Um, you have to run those numbers first and, and make sure it's, it's feasible. Um, yeah. you know, and don't, it's one of those things that once you start looking at them, you might be thinking, well, this is crazy. Why would I pay 1500, 1800 a month for healthcare? And that's not a joke. I mean, that's reality and that's not great coverage either. Right. You know, um, why would I do that? I'll just go without, you know, that, that yeah. is not a recommendation by any means. Do not go without healthcare because one bad accident or, you know, um, health condition that comes up, yep. I mean, that yep. can destroy retirement. You know, well, so. so let's look at a couple of things here, Phil. So retiring at 55, uh, let's, let's, let's go 65 for a second. So some of the sure. information here, and, and we go with an average age, uh, it's not an average, but it's getting close 90. Okay. Right. So what is it? It's a, like what? 86, I think for females as, it, as yeah, it, something like that. And usually in planning, we use 85 for men and, and 90 for females. But okay. So yeah. let's go with 90. Right. So yep. 65 to 90, you're talking 25 years of, of money. That you oh need. yeah. It's a long time. So five. now you're talking 35, yep. 35 years. Yeah. And I mean, 65 to, you know, to 90, those 25 years, you have social security in there somewhere, you know, and I mean, if you're delaying it till 70, trying to get the maximum, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe those first five years, you're spending all of your money before you hit social security. But now at least it's a big number or bigger, you know, and it could make up um, 40, 50, 60% of your income, kind of depending on what yeah. your income need is. Yeah. But if you take that number down to 55, you know, now, if you're waiting till 70, I mean, that that's a long time. You got 15 yeah. years of spending right. your, yeah. your money alone. You know, I mean, think, think about this for a second, folks. So if you retire at 55 and you go to age 90, let's just say you live that long, it's 35 yep. years in retirement. Yes. At some point you'll turn on the social security, but 35 years. Think about that number for a second. Let's say yep. you started your career, like a meaningful yep. career at 20. Well, yeah. that's 35 years to 55. Yep. So you could literally, but who has probably their full meaningful career at 20? Not many of us, right? right. So I mean, maybe if you're going 20, to college, it'd be 22, yeah, maybe so 23, maybe 25, like that. you yeah. know? So you actually would be retired longer in many cases than you actually worked. Right. Could be anyway. Yeah, I mean, I and I have had a few clients that have retired earlier like this, but usually um, it's very unique cases. You know, number one, they've gotten into a career with a pension. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. a whole other game. I mean, if, if yeah. you have a career that had a pension, military is very common, you know, so maybe you went into the military early, you got your 30 years in, you know, mm-hmm. now you're in, in yeah, now you're right. uh, possibly, you know, yeah, my buddy that did that. He, and, he retired at 45 based on the fact that he, but just retired military pension and disability from the military okay, uh, for getting blown up basically, but still, yeah, right. but he did his 20, you know, 20 plus years. And, and, but those are, again, those are unique situations. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not um, for the, for the average individual, unless you have a significant amount of savings. Yeah you know, inherited a bunch of money, um, you know, or you have a, a, um, a pension, it's, 
it's going to be difficult. You know, you've got to run the math out to see, and it really comes down to what your version of retirement is. I mean, if, if you've got a pretty simplistic lifestyle and you don't need a lot of income, you can do it. Don't underestimate it and say, Oh, you know, I looked at my utilities and my, you know, I'm, I'm my mortgage is paid off and I'm only, I'm spending 1500 a month. I'm like, okay, I can spend 1500 forever. Yeah. That, that's 18,000 a year. Are you, that's what you need. I mean, yeah. if that's your case then, and you can do it, you can do it. You're not going to be doing a whole lot of activities guaranteed, right. you know? So what, what does retirement look like? I mean, and that's the other thing to consider too, 65 versus you know, or 55 versus like a 65. Yeah. I mean, at 55, you're probably more active, able to do more things that comes into play. You know, that, that type of retirement is much more expensive. You know, when you said so, that the viewers might've, uh, if you're watching this, might've saw the, my, my eyes, I, I went, Hey, I could do that. <laughs> That'll go anywhere. Like I'm always here so, at the house. So if Mark's not here next week, we know what happened. Yeah. I was like, Hmm. I could do that. Uh, all right. So here's some numbers to try. To, so you're talking about running the math. So let's run sure. this a little bit. We'll try to pinpoint this down a little bit if we can. So uh, it's got this example set up here. It says if it's possible to retire at 55 on $500,000 or a million or, or 2 million. So they want to go with this basic rule of thumb uh, that you can kind of come up with. So a commonly accepted piece of retirement planning suggests that having seven times your annual income, Phil, uh, can get you where you need to be. So at 55, if you make a hundred grand a year, you need 700,000 saved by your 55th birthday and you could do it as a professional. What do you think about that? Uh, I would say that's, I, I, I don't know if that's feasible. I mean, if a couple of reasons, I mean, number one, like I was saying, you've got to be realistic with your, your expectations. Now, I mean, if you're making a hundred grand a year, Okay. And, and you run the numbers on it and look at your budget truly, you know, and say, okay, well, yeah, I made a hundred, but after taxes, my net is 80, you know, or whatever it is. And, and out of that, I'm saving half of it. You know, you're putting 40 away a year. Yeah. So what it really comes down to, if I'm spending 40 grand a year net, mm -hmm. you know, so if I have a hundred thousand or 700,000, again, using rules of thumb, I mean, the it used to be a 4%. Now it's closer to three. You know, so 3% of 700, that's only 21,000 a year. And you're living off of 40. And you're, if retirement. you're living off of 40, making a hundred, you know, yeah. that's assuming you're saving half of what you're netting. And you can't like supplement I said, that with social security yet because you're not old enough. Right. Now, granted, I guess you could spend more than maybe that 3% up front if you were going to, you know, get social security at some point. So that's why I say you really have to run the math out that on that yeah. to see. Uh, but there's, there's a lot of risk in that, you know, it's one of those things you really have to look at it, the longer that you're pulling from your investment accounts, you've got to really have a plan in place to manage risk. Yeah. You know, so when you're going into a market, like we're seeing now a lot of volatility, you know, if, if you're counting on that asset to generate the income you need in retirement, I mean, bonds are down, they're not generating the income yeah. right now. In fact, values are down pretty significantly. You know, the market itself is down. You know, so I mean, if that's where you're relying on pulling from because you don't have any other sources of income, that can be very detrimental in those early stages of retirement. So, well, so at the time we're taping this, Phil, the uh, yesterday the the Dow took a a, a slapping, 
yep. or the as the market took a slap yesterday. Uh, the, as time we're taping this, it's up a little bit to start today. But uh, CNN has this report out saying that the S and P is having its worst start to a year since 1939. Yep. Um, so you know, again, trying to retire at 55 in this environment can certainly be challenging and a, and a bit daunting. Right. Um, and, and you. Then- not even mentioning inflation. I mean, that's not even mentioning other, inflation. You know, and, but you mentioned healthcare, so I want to bring up yeah. the fact that they they brought this up as well. And I said, sure. the the caveat, the outlier that could really mess people up is healthcare uh, yes. for early retirement. So the options they're talking, you got this ten year gap, COBRA coverage, uh, purchasing coverage through the marketplace, enrolling mm-hmm. in a spouse's plan. Now, <laughs> let's think about this one for a second. Let's let's go. With, yeah, you yeah, got. Wait a minute. With, I think that's kind of cheating, isn't it? <laughs> Right, you got you got what I was going to retire. I want to retire fifty five, but you keep working. <laughs> yeah, how's that going to go? Right. If you can convince your spouse of that, give me a call because I you know, I'd like to know how that worked. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole nother ball of wax right there. Uh, you might get retired fifty five, yeah. and that's the funny thing about this is my wife's going to watch this, and start giving me the evil eye. <laughs> right. all, Don't get any ideas. <laughs> she already does it because I'm five years older than her anyway, right? So she's already like, ah, yeah. So, but healthcare sharing uh, or just yep. going without. And so it really, you know, kind of makes a, it's a dangerous animal to get into. So with that said, let me, let me jump to an email question to kind of, to tie this up a little bit here. So we got uh, an email from a lady named Penny and she said, I'm retiring at 56. Uh, This made possible mainly through the fact that I have a government job, which provides a pension. And we didn't talk about that yet, Phil. So, uh, and guaranteed health insurance. I also have a 457 plan that I can access as well as other passive income coming in and the spouse who does plan to work for three more years. So, pension. So, yeah, in in her scenario, there's a lot more potential just because of the pension, number one. Yeah. You know, and the guaranteed health care she mentioned, you know, and a lot of times that's the case. I mean, if you've worked for, the government somewhere, you know, whether it's military, you know, postal, anything like that, where you have right. some kind of a pension, usually there's healthcare coverage attached to that in retirement. Mm-hmm. Now, now it's a whole nother ball game because you have some guaranteed income coming in. You don't have to wait for social security. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, you might not even have social security as a benefit if, if your income has primarily been from non-covered work like that. Um, you know, and now you've got healthcare, so the totally different game, you know, yeah, so but definitely, these, definitely like my could buddy work as well. These are one off. These are definitely, yeah, this, this isn't by. the average individual that yeah. right, is just, I can hear the American taxpayers right now saying you're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, right. For those who, who don't know, Phil, what's a 457 plan? Uh, it's just, it's another type of a, a retirement plan for nonprofits uh, oh, okay. or gov- governmental entities. Okay. So right. yeah, you get into the whole retirement um, savings plan world. And I mean, there's hundreds of names firms, RSPs, SSIPs, 401ks, yeah. 403Bs, for, I mean, all these different you know, IRS codes is what it comes down to. But okay. Uh, let me get your reaction to this next one. Uh, mm-hmm. Chloe, she writes in and she had uh, said a couple of weeks ago, we would put some stuff out and she said, I'm 51 and contemplating retirement soon. Uh, saved up enough, about a million dollars, but rising inflation and declining stock markets have me wondering if I can pull the trigger at 55. So she's still got four years to go, Phil, to hit retirement. She's got about a million bucks, but she's worried about inflation. So at least she's thinking. Yeah. So she's she has to have a plan in place. Is it possible? Sure. I mean, you have to have run the numbers to understand that income need 
Mm-hmm. And then make, make sure the assets are positioned in such a way that the market isn't going to affect that, you know, because you don't want to plan on retiring today if you don't have hedges set up to where money I'm going to be spending in the next at least five years, you know, maybe 10 years, you're, you're hedging against downside market volatility. Right. Because right. if you're spending from an account as it's losing value, that that's a, a it's going to add up to a bad scenario. You're, you're compounding the effect of that loss as you're pulling more and more shares out worth less money to get that dollar you needed. Yeah. You know, so you just don't want to do that. You want to make sure you've got some some kind of a strategy set up to hedge against that long-term inflation, you know, making sure you're keeping up with that, having investments that over a longer period can help keep up and grow beyond the inflation. So, so, so Phil, we're at the, the S&P, we're down almost 15 uh, mm-hmm. percent for 22. So yep. we're, we're edging, we're edging up to a, to a bear. We're, we're getting right. close to where we're going to see a bear market. Uh, and with all the volatility, with the, I mean, the, the craziness out of, you know, Russia and some of the comments that are being made over the last couple of days at the time we're taping this yep. and just everything that's happening. I mean, I, I get wanting to feel like the world's getting too crazy. I just want to retreat mm-hmm. and it's, it, it's really going to put a damper in, in it, it be, what happens if we go back down to 40 or 50% like 0809, cause we haven't seen that in a while. We haven't. And unfortunately I don't want to say we're due, but that's just what markets do, right? They, they move in these cycles. Overdue. And, and yeah, and we've been well overdue for yeah. a correction, a substantial yeah. correction. I mean, we're, you know, if, if markets are, are historically averaging 8%, I mean, just look at what it's done in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Anytime you earn on average more than that 8%, you know, you're going to end up giving a lot of it back at some point to bring it back down to that average. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. No, there's definitely a lot of information. Again, this article, folks, if you'd like to check it out, I will put a link to it in the show notes. It's a Yahoo financial article about retiring at 55. Uh, and, and there's some good information in here, but I think a lot of it comes down to really working with a professional and finding out, I mean, how even realistic is it? So like, you know, for Chloe, she says she's 51, you know, mm-hmm. she may be working with somebody we don't know, but it's like, are you going in? I mean, I'll be 51 this year. Am I going in to see somebody like Phil and saying, okay, here's what I got how realistic is it and what do we need to do to make it realistic? Right. Yeah. And you don't just jump into it and think, Oh, I think I've got enough. Let's try it. You know? Yeah. I it's think not, I got it's not something you want to try. Yeah. No, <laughs> Run sure. the math ahead of time, have, have a plan in place. Cause one of the other pieces we didn't touch on yet is, you know, even if let's say Chloe, she's got this million dollars saved up. If it's right. all in an IRA or, you know, 401k even right. um, have tax at least, you know, at a minimum, if it's in an IRA, you have a penalty for the next four and a half years if you retired at 55. You know, now there are some ways around that through setting up what they call a substantial equal distribution over, you know, your lifetime okay. to avoid it. Or if you had money in a 401k, then that age drops back to 55. So I mean there could be some possibilities there. Mm-hmm. You know, but if not, if you haven't planned that in, now you have another 10% penalty, you know, okay. which yes. is the tax at 15, 22% or 25% plus 10%, you know, so if you're right. 25% yeah. plus 10% penalty, it's 35% federal. Eh. We're, in, we're yeah. in Michigan, you know, and then add another four and a quarter around it, call it five, you know, so now you're 40% in taxes. So uh, a little hefty. Yeah. So you have to, you've got to understand the, 
you get you have to understand how it works, right? Yeah, don't sure. don't just jump in and say, well, but the you know the general rules of thumb, I, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I want to do know one your more scenario. Here. Yeah, I want to do one more, Phil, and then we'll, sure. we'll wrap up so we don't get too long with this this 55 conference because we could actually turn this into two shows if we really wanted to. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot, lot of information. To, yeah, yeah, a lot to cover. Uh, so uh, Rick had sent uh, something in a, a little while back, and I pulled this from a, another show to kind of add in here. And he was talking about the fact that uh, he retired at 57 with 1.2 million. Okay. Uh, but he's single. Okay. So. Yep. Uh, he says, which does make a difference in his retirement lifestyle. He's pretty frugal, uh, but he does occasionally travel. He just looks for deals. Uh, so he fast forwarded to, he said, this is what happened when I retired at 57. I had the 1.2 million. Now he's 65 and his net worth is 1.6, you know, so okay. he says he's never regretted retiring early, but it helps to have the house paid off. We did not touch on that one, which is why I wanted to bring up uh, Rick's yeah. question, Phil. So if you could get your house paid off by 55, does that make a difference in retiring early? I, I mean, it could. It really comes down to what do you need that net monthly income, right? It, and that has to include, if you've got a house payment, the mortgage. Okay. You know, so yeah. I mean, if you've eliminated that expense, well, now you don't need as much. So I mean, it, it could help, um, not to say maybe it's the right decision, Right. You know, but it's a, just a part of the overall factor it comes into what that net monthly need is, yeah. you know, and it's interesting. People might look at Rick and say, well, look, he did it. I, I think I can do that. You know, and his yeah. income, his assets actually grew. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's do a little math on that. If he's 65 today, he retired eight years ago. What's the market done over the last eight years? <laughs> Thank you, sir. He, he's had a great market to retire. At, a triple it's, tr it's tripled. Phil. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. so where are you at today? We're, we're kind of at this peak, right. Of this yeah. crazy bull run that we've been on yeah. for what, since 2009, yeah. you know, so 13 years almost. Mm -hmm. And the we're, last three actually over. So yeah. And the last three have just gone ballistic since, you know, yeah. going through the pandemic. So, yeah. I mean, it's, they, they, they had wind, wind in their sails, man. Yes. It was blowing hard, you know? Yes. You're, yeah. you're at the top and things are going to start potentially tipping or even, I mean, they've already started they whether this continues and it yeah. could, you know, so timing is everything. You know, he, he it, fortunately it really had a great time. No, for sure. And I think we did a good job of pulling three examples uh, yeah. of the different kinds of ways to think about retiring early. Obviously, Penny had a lot going for her. Pensions make a big right. difference. Yeah spouse willing to work a few more years yep. uh, and then also having a, a pension before activating social security. Uh, Chloe, you know, having a good size of money, but being really cautious and saying, okay, yep. maybe, maybe the strategy is not going to be effective because of inflation and right. because of stock market declines. And then you've got Rick saying, you know, with the, with the house and he's made a little money over the last couple of years, but again, it, it's, there's, I think retiring early Phil comes down to, almost like a perfect storm, right? Uh, is it a right. perfect storm to the good or to the bad? If things happen the right way and they fall, you've got a plan. Clearly you've got a plan, right. but you yeah. need a little luck. I, I feel anyway, too. Yeah, you do. I mean, it, you, you, the longer you're in retirement, the more risk there is, mm -hmm. you know, and, and not to say discourage people and say, oh, I'm going to just work till 70 now. Forget it. You know? Right. Yeah. No, don't do that. Just understand it's, you know, the longer you're in retirement, pulling from your money, the more risk there is in that plan. And you just have to understand that risk, know how to position it, how, how to hedge against it and be flexible. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, you can't go in rigid and, and say, well, it's, you know, I, I was expecting, I made a hundred grand a year. So that's what I'm going to do. Well, yeah. okay. It, it could work, but that the number you're going to need is a lot bigger. Yeah. You know, so. 
if you're listening to the podcast or if you're watching the podcast and retirement early is on your mind, maybe it's not 55, nope. maybe it's 57, maybe it's 59, maybe it's you know, 59 and a half, right? So that you can actually sure. access some of that it, stuff. Yeah, we didn't even penalties. talk about that. Yep. We didn't even talk about the fact that you couldn't even access some of this money until you're 59 and a half. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, for 50 when you're retiring early. So either way, if you're thinking about retiring early, the best advice, and I think, Phil, you'll probably agree with me, not just from because it's what you do, but I think the best advice would be, A, get with an advisor, and yes. B, get a strategy and plan and a plan in place as soon as possible because you got to have time to make right. this happen. Yeah, I mean, retiring 55, 65, whatever the age is, it's, it's the same process. You have to go through the same discussion and, you know, bullet points, but it, you just have longer to, to try to make sure that it works, you know, right. and you don't have, you've got more time that you're spending just from your money, which is going to put more risk and, you know, stress, so to speak on those assets. So make yeah. sure you've run the math and understand how this works and, and stress test it, run it. I mean, if you, you, if we have a good market, this is what it looks like. What if not, you know, what's the strategy then? How does it work? Because mm -hmm. you yeah. don't want to retire at 55 and we have a bad market. You didn't have a good plan, you know, 10 years down the road. Now you don't have money, you know, or you spent it down substantially. And now what are you going to do? And you're going to work at 70. Yeah, exactly. Now you're going to go back to work at, at that later age. I yeah. mean, is that really what you want to do? You right. know, just yeah. understand upfront what it looks like. Maybe it's worth hanging in for a couple more years to, to make it work. But Again, kind of like the close. math up front. Yep. That's right. Yep. I, I think I think she kind of realized, and it sounds as though she's going to probably hold off and go a little longer than her initial plan of 55. But yep. we'll see. Chloe, if you're checking out this episode, reach back out to us. Let us know how it's going. So, Phil, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for tagging us. Again, if you want to check out the article, we'll put a link to it in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe to us. Check us out. Uh, follow us on whatever platforming app you like, Apple, Google, Spotify, YouTube, all that stuff. We try to have a good conversation and share hopefully useful nuggets of information about retirement and the retirement journey. It, you know, it, it's, it, there's so many puzzle pieces, man. It just really depends on how it's going to yeah. work for your life and what's going on. You got to put those pieces together. You got to get with a professional to do so. It's been yeah. easy to DIY it to Phil's point earlier, the last uh, 13 years, uh, especially yeah. the last three, the markets made it fairly, we're all geniuses. Uh, it's in these times that it gets a little bit more nerve wracking. So reach out to Phil if you need some help. Phil'sTaxHacks.com. That's Phil'sTaxHacks.com. We'll see you next time right here on the podcast. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.